0: have you been thinking that, oh man, this relationship isn't going well, or this partnership isn't what I had imagined it to be, then you're going to want to listen to this episode where I talk about how to design partnerships and relationships. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Rolston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I'm Diane Rolston, your host and today I'm going to talk about how to design relationships and partnerships. You know when you hear the word design you might think how do I design a relationship? What does that mean? I like make friendships or we start a partnership and so how is there this thing called designing? Well in coaching we talk about designing relationships because We have the ability to talk about how we want things to be in a relationship, and it's better to start things from the beginning. Now, for those of you who have the Dynamic You book, this is some of the stuff that I cover in the Dynamic You pillar called Collaborate. And so where I'm going to be focusing today is I'm going to take you through a little bit from there. And so if you don't have a copy of it, I will make sure that there is a link in the notes so that you can go and grab your own copy or you can go to my website, dianerolson.com. Go to our store. You can pick up a copy. I'll ship it to you and I'll have it autographed. Otherwise, you can grab it from Amazon. So designing relationships. Now, i like to think of it as, can you imagine, you know, you're at a pool, you're going to go swimming. And this is the second day at the pool. Maybe you're on vacation. And the first day you got a really bad sunburn. And so what do you do? Well, if you're anything like me, maybe you cover up. And rather than just putting sunblock on, you actually put a t-shirt on. And so you jump in the pool and you feel the relief from the heat. And then all of a sudden the lifeguard starts yelling at you, blowing their their whistle and kicking you out of the pool. You go, what's going on? And they say, you can't wear a shirt in the pool. Now, if you had already looked at the rules... And it didn't say that there, or you didn't see the rules and it did say it there, you now feel embarrassed because had you known that was a rule, you wouldn't have done it. And there wouldn't need to be this whole show of whistling and trying to kick you out of the pool. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's the same in relationships. When you don't know what the other person expects, it's so easy to mess up their rules, their guidelines, their expectations. And what they can do is that can completely end your uh, your partnership, your relationship. It could cause a massive fight or embarrassment and shame and guilt on your part. Now, what about if you're on the other side? What if you have these internal rules or guidelines for relationships and partnerships? Maybe you think it's so obvious. Why, why would the person ever do that? Of course, they would never do that. Well, you'd be surprised, right? And so. By you stating these things up front, it's so much easier and less uncomfortable for you have to be that lifeguard that's blowing and yelling at them to get out of the pool. You can just say, hey, remember when we talked about this? That's not happening right now. Or you went and did that thing that has gone against how we've designed things to be. If you remember back to when you were a kid, maybe in your classroom, school classroom, or maybe on a team, the teacher or the coach would set up guidelines and rules for the classroom, for the practices and the games, or maybe if you were a creative person, maybe for your your band practice, right? Maybe things like you show up on time, you have all the gear, you're all ready to go, and there's no laughing at other people. Maybe there's no dumb questions that mistakes are part of the learning, And there are certain rules and maybe you were involved in making the rules of the classroom or wherever you were. And that's what we want to see in relationships. We want that ability for each person coming to the relationship to be able to say what they're wanting and coming from that place of ideal. What is ideal for this relationship or this partnership, collaboration, affiliate, whatever it is. And so in the collaboration pillar which is in the Dynamic You book as chapter number eight. This is Pillar 7 Collaborate. It explains a little bit about what a collaboration is. I want you to just think of like two people working together or two groups of people working together. And you can be a collaboration. It can be a relationship. It can be a partnership. I do go into 16 ways to collaborate, and I give both professional and personal examples of each one. So if you're wanting to go through that I encourage you to do so. I'm not going to cover that fully today because the importance really comes down to what you want to see in that relationship or partnership or collaboration. So in designing relationships, it's important that each person lays out in advance of meeting what you're looking for and what you're hoping for, what you're assuming, what you're what the expectations and guidelines are. And some of the things for you and the other person or the other group to be thinking about is, what is each person's intention for the collaboration? What are each person's vision for the relationship and for the project? What are each person's roles and responsibilities? What's a timeline for the project and for the roles that are happening in it? What are each person's values? What are the expectations of each person and why is that important to them? And what's an exit strategy for business relationships? Now, there's even more that comes into it. I design with my clients how they want things to be. And we talk about like, what's the best way to communicate with each other? And how are the coaching sessions going to go? And there's even a, what do we do if someone doesn't like how the other person's being in the relationship? How do we redesign that? And I'm going to get into another episode about redesigning. Today's just about designing from the beginning. And so these type of questions that I just, or statements that I just said to you are more so with collaborations and partnerships involving a project or business of some kind. But in a relationship, in a friendship with a boyfriend, girlfriend, or what another romantic uh, relationship, how do you design it? Well, you could, you know, say to the person uh, maybe let's give an example of where this might be the case so you meet someone out it could be through a mutual friend it could be at the playground because you have kids that were playing together wherever it may be you hang out a few times and then maybe you want to get clarity on what type of relationship you have this often happens in love or romantic relationships where you want to know, like, are we just, are we dating now? Are we exclusive? Are we boyfriend, girlfriend? Are we monogamous? Or is this open? Like, right, you talk about those things. So the same in a friendship. It can, you can just ask simple questions like, hey, uh, I love that, that we're like hanging out. Is this working for you? Um, you want to hang out more? Do I do other kinds of things? So it can start off in that way where you're not like, hey, new friend, let's design the relationship, right? And you can also give some positive feedback. Hey, I love that we're hanging out more. I love that we do active things together. Let's do that more. Or I love how we're open and we can talk with each other. Let's continue that. Or maybe you suggest things like, hey, I love that we're meeting up and we chat then, but I'd love to maybe just jump on the phone with you every now and again and have more of a conversation. So rather than sitting there and hoping and wishing for something positive in that relationship to develop more, why don't we say it? Why don't we talk about it? And then other things like, hey, you know how I often say a lot of personal things to you. I trust that it's in confidence and that it's, it's not leaving our conversations. And I appreciate that you're always showing up on time. That's really important to me. And so expressing things and these things in the beginning in a relationship, a friendship, whatever type of relationship really helps to start to lock in how things are. As I said, in another relationship, if you in another episode, if you are in a relationship where you're not happy with how things are going, I'm going to talk about how to redesign, redesign in those relationships. But the key thing today is just thinking about designing from the beginning. So let's go into partnerships, because I think that's where more naturally we make this happen, especially in business relationships. And so I set kind of some of the statements that you can ask yourself. You might want to go back, pause and and write those down. But... With that, it's it's really nice that you give them a heads up. Hey, let's, I want to talk about these things. I want to go through these things for our collaboration or for our joint venture or for whatever, or asking them, do you have a set of guidelines that you like to work by when doing this type of partnership or this type of uh, JV, this type of affiliate, this type of collaboration, whatever it means, this, this type of project, you have so many options, right? Let them maybe provide to you and then you provide feedback. Having a set amount of time to be able to do this is also crucial. And so having a half hour to an hour conversation where each person writes down uh, the answers to those statements or questions, but also ask yourself what's ideal, what's ideal for this and having that exit strategy. So, okay, yeah, let's set this up for the next three months. And then in three months, let's have a conversation about how things are going. And if either of us don't, don't want to continue at that point, then, then we have the easy way out Part right? You don't want to you don't want to lock yourself in for an infinite partnership or collaboration, and that's awkward. And someone has to break things off this way. If you say let's just try this for three months, or let's try this once for one event, or for one joint venture, or whatever it may be, you have that opportunity as an out, uh, without it being uncomfortable or burning any bridges. You know, anytime I go traveling with someone, I always make sure to design the relationship for that trip. The first time that I went away with someone I didn't really know who invited me and we were staying in the same room, some of the things I asked were Are you a morning person or are you a night owl? Do you like to eat a full breakfast or do you like to kind of just grab and go or just get a coffee? Do you want us to like get food at the supermarket to have in the room or do you always want to eat out? And when we go to have meals at this convention, Are you wanting to always go together or make plans together? Or are we just open to do whatever we want with whoever we want? Also things like, do you like to shower at night or in the morning? Is there anything I need to know about what would make you feel uncomfortable or more comfortable in the room? And how are we splitting expenses? Should one of us pay and the other one pay them back? Should we keep a log of the expenses that we incur? Are we both going to be paying for things? Are we paying for our own things? So all of these questions help to make it less uncomfortable later when you're ticked off that your roommate is getting up at five in the morning to do exercises in the room or that your roommate is staying up until two, three in the morning talking on the phone or doing work, right? This way you can help each other out. One of those first times that I did this trip with uh, now is a very close business friend of mine life friend as well. Uh, We had this conversation and she thought it was, you know, maybe a little bit strange, but we had the most amazing time. And to find out things like she likes to get up early and I hate getting up early. And so she got up early, went and grabbed us breakfast. Amazing, right? Got us muffins, some fruit, some coffees. And by then I wasn't so grumpy and I was ready to go. Um, But I don't mind at night being the one to kind of tidy up in the room or make sure that I shower at night so that in the morning she has enough time to do what she needs to do. And so we've been able to really coordinate this because I've had times where it's been very uncomfortable and did not work out well at all. But this was before I knew about designing relationships, before I had my coaching certification. So I'll, I'll give myself a little bit of grace for not knowing about it. But Now that I know I'm always designing relationships and designing partnerships and designing collaborations, this is the way that you have more success from the beginning. And as you develop more and more collaborations and partnerships, you're going to think about what do I now need to add in? Because maybe you thought, it's so obvious that we'll both promote. And you say, yes, yes, we'll both promote. But what's the definition of promotion for both of you? Is one of of you thinking, I'm just going to post this once on my social media platform, my personal one. And for the other person, does it mean emailing your list three times, going live about it and posting on every single platform plus stories multiple times, right? You don't want to be resentful that you're promoting more. And you also don't want to be ignorant of the fact that you're not promoting enough, That's what breaks really great potential partnerships that can go on and on and on and on for a long time. So having that honesty to be able to say things in the beginning will give you that opportunity to really set, you know, hit the ground running with that partnership, that relationship. So in the next episode, I'm going to talk about how to redesign relationships that maybe aren't going so well, and that'll give you the opportunity to start these conversations and to make things better. Because the worst thing is having to hold things in or holding it in for so long that you then eventually get triggered and blow up and, and then it's done. So stay tuned for that. If you have follow-up questions, I would love to hear them. Just pop them in the comments or email my team to let them know at the email of team at Dianerollston.com. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe, share this with a friend who you think maybe you guys could design a relationship together or a collaboration or someone who you just think could use this advice. And if you haven't yet, grab the Dynamic You book, which we will have the links in the notes. Until next time, everyone, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today.